my message today is why God stays silent. Now, look at Jesus. He's on the cross. And people are beating him. People are spanning saliva on him. He's being whipped. He's carrying the cross. And God is silent. He's walking. And God is quiet. And that looks like, you know, it sounds familiar with what some of you are passing through. You are being whipped by the enemy. Whether by a disease, you are being whipped in every direction. And God is what? Until Jesus asked the question, he said, why have you forsaken me? That moment when Jesus needed God the most, when Jesus needed the Father the most, the Father was silent. The question is, why is God silent when I need him the most? I need help now. I need a, a breakthrough now. And God is silent. He's looking at you like this. And you, you, you're there. And you're wondering. You have a situation at home. And you need God's attention. And God is quiet. Why is he silent? And you'll be like, I've been praying over it. And, and I see there's no, nothing's going on. What is happening here? So God is looking upon you. Now, he looks upon you. And he sees you're formless. You have no form. He looks at your business. It has no form. Did you hear that? He looks at your, your future. It has no form. Your own children, they have no form. Your brother, your sister, there is no form. And then he sent us the Holy Spirit. And he's moving in our midst. When we are praying, let's pray, let's pray. He's moving in our midst. He's moving in our midst. He's moving in our midst. Then Jesus says what? He says, now, if you shall say with your mouth, to this mountain, be you removed. And shall not doubt in your heart. Not doubting in God. We have got people who believe in God so much. The Bible doesn't say if you shall doubt God. Not doubting God. The Bible says if you shall not doubt that what you have said, it is not a matter of doubting God. It is a matter of doubting what you have said. So you may be so shocked you believe in God so much. The Bible said, if you shall not doubt what you have said, but believe that those things that you have spoken shall be, you shall have whatsoever you shall say. If you shall believe what you shall say, and not doubt, but believe that what you have said shall be so. This has nothing to believing in God. This has nothing to be believing in, in, in Jesus. It is now in believing in the word which you have spoken. Believing in God does not change you. It will take you to heaven. You enter 
but believing in what you have said, which is now prophetizo. Speaking a word with a mouth of a prophet. It's called prophetizo. Uh, are you here? Speaking what? With a mouth. It is called what? Prophetizo. Speaking a word with a mouth of a prophet. So you speak. It is called prophetizo. It is creative power. And the secret is in believing what you have said. So prophets, let me give a good example of Elijah. He says, he says, it will rain. He says, run. Before you arrive at the gate, it shall rain. There was no God talking to Elijah. It is believing in what he said. Am I talking to somebody here? People do not understand the prophetic ministry. Hear this. I may look at somebody and say, you, by tomorrow morning, this will happen. It does not mean that God came down and said, ah, Major, tell that girl, tomorrow I'll change her story. No. I am a prophet because I believe in what I say. You see, I may have a word of knowledge of your name. You may stand there. I may have a word of knowledge of your name. That counts nothing. I may have a word of knowledge of where you stay. That is useless. It is just a word of wisdom. A word of knowledge. Oh, I may have a revelation of you. That is nothing. What is something? It is after telling your name where you are coming from. The word I speak. It is what makes me a prophet. If I say next year a day like this one. Prophecy is when you tell a person tomorrow you'll be employed and the following day they get a job. Prophecy. So you, you see, when I give prophecy to people, they'll be like, Ah, yeah, yeah, major one so powerful. He told me the name of my aunt, my sister, my cousin, my house address. Ah, yeah, 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 major one. Then they forget what I actually say. To them, prophecies, when I mention a name, when I'm mentioning those things, the reason why I'm mentioning those things, I, I am building your faith, I am styling your faith. I am preparing you. At that moment when you are like, yes, yes. Your faith goes to the boiling point. Then I now prophesy over a boiling point. So when I'm telling you like, you, you are from here. You do, the, yes, yes. At the moment you are in that level. Then I ask a question. Can I prophesy? Then you say, prophesy. I said, if I be a prophet. So when I say it, it can't be reversed because I believe what I say. Oh, did you hear what I said? So the word of revelation will give me to know that this woman is looking for a job. That's the revelation. 
the word of prophecy will now tell me to speak what must happen in her need of looking for a job. So we have got so many people who actually, they have got the, the prophetic grace. But to them, they're confused. So your mouth, the Bible says, if you shall believe and not doubt. So the reason why God stays silent when you're in trouble, it is because he is expecting you to say a word. Have you noticed the whole Bible? There is no canceling session. No, have you noticed the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation? There is no canceling session. When Jesus will meet a person with the demons, okay, whether they're depressed, he will just say, out. A woman comes to Elisha. Oh, my, my, my husband is dead. And the creditors wants to take the, the children. There was nothing like woman. Let's sit it down. You know, there is God in heaven. You must believe. There is no counseling. Go home. Borrow all vessels. Cross the door. You and your children. And simple. Do you know why? Because counseling magnifies your problem. It magnifies your problem. Just accept you need deliverance. Be free. Listen. Just say, I need deliverance. Simple. Oh, I'm watching somebody here. So, the whole, the whole, the whole Bible, it's just saying. The, the whole Bible, it's just saying. Can you imagine meeting a guy who was tormented by a demon of madness? Hmm. This man was actually staying in tombs. There was, there was no counseling like, oh, let's sit down. How did it start? If you are tormented, you, you can't sleep, you are thinking too much, you're thinking too much, take up a journey. Go into fasting for two days. Just keep on saying, every spirit tormenting me now, I command you out. Every spirit trying to, to sabotage my, my thinking. I command you out. Trust you me. Trust you me. They will leave. They will not even be there. The reason why the Holy Spirit was still moving and there was still darkness is because there was no word. Because the Holy Spirit is waiting for you to say a word. For him to act on what you have said. Somebody say, let there be breakthrough. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. You see the difference. After speaking, you forget about what you just said. After this service, you begin to think, uh, that's where our problem always comes. The difference between you and I is that when I make a statement, when I say, let there be healing, I will stand on that word. When I'm going home like this, I'll be remembering, I said, let there be healing. When I will be going to sleep like this, I'll be remembering. I made a statement, let there be healing. When I wake up the following day, I'll be remembering, I said. But you see with the church, we, that's what the Bible says. If you shall believe what you have said and not doubt that whatsoever you have said, it shall be so. You shall have what you shall say. So there must be faith in what you say and consistency in believing what you said. 
and watching over what you said. Remembering what you said. Keep an eye to what you said. It has nothing, it has nothing to do with watching what God said. It is you not saying it. Say it and begin to watch over it. Why things don't happen? Why God is silent? People do not watch over what they say. Unfortunately, the devil and demons, they are watching what you say. They're like, no, 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 no. Say it. Then they'll make you say. Then the demons will be like, and eh, she said she'll never get married again. You may forget about it in 20 years, what you said that's still affecting you. Because demons will be monitoring what you said. Demons will be monitoring what you said. If a person curses you, they will be monitoring that case. She's cursed. If the family is cursed, they'll be monitoring for years, generations and generations. They will be monitoring that case. Yet you have a mouth. You speak. If I may actually ask you a question, what did you declare last week? You have forgotten about it. What did you declare last month? You have forgotten about it. How can it happen? Because when you say, you must now watch over what you said. And you must water it. Because the moment you speak, it becomes a seed. But for it to germinate, it must die. Um, so God is a master in making things to... Uh, are you understand what I'm saying here? God mastered the art of making things die first in order for them to germinate. That's the moment so many people give up. When they've been buried, when their future is buried, when their calling is buried, when their ministry is buried, when their relationship is buried, they go like, ah, what is this now? Looks like there's nothing going on here. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Even Jesus had to be buried for him to resurrect. So be very careful. Be very careful. Never be in that moment. Never be confused. Not you. Never be in a confused state. The Bible says we are peculiar people. We are not just like a commoner. We are chosen people. Woo! Are you understanding what I'm talking about? We have power over our mouths. We can speak and it will happen. We declare and things come out. Somebody say yes. Shout yes. yes. That's who you are. So the whole earth was in darkness until God said it. And it was so. So you must have a word tonight. And that I want you to say. And begin to watch over it. Until it has happened. Have a word. Don't, don't say it and then forget about it and tomorrow you send another statement in a different way. How would you do that? How would you do that? Say word. Believe it. Take hold of it. Walk with it. Wherever you go, remember it. I said it and I'm watching over it. And see if it won't happen. How many are following? How many are following? How many are following? 
I have noticed one thing. People who are waiting for the Lord, they always wait forever. He gave you a mouth. He said, if you shall say and believe what you have said, that it shall be so, you shall have what you shall say. So sister, brother, tonight, say a word. By the end of this month, I am employed. I'm beginning to wait that I said it and I don't doubt. And it shall be so. And keep on monitoring what you say. And let's see if it will not happen. I challenge you today. That is what we call prophetism. Speaking with a word and a mouth. Speak a word for your family. Stand up in a room as a son of a king. As a daughter of a king. Our king reigns in Zion. Our king is on the throne. No one has ever dethroned him and no one will. And he gave us the ability. The Bible says our ability is of God. We have his ability. We are in his likeness. We are in his image. And we stand with dominion and dominance. And we speak matters and we believe over them and they shall be so. Sickness has no power over your body. Diseases have no power over you. You are a child of the Father. No any amount of strength and power of influence and demonic sabotage will be able to bring you down. I decree and I declare, so shall it be in the name of Jesus.